It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. It's good because it came with. It came on. I had the option to get it on couscous, and I did. And I love couscous. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great sentence. I had the option to get it on couscous, and I did. <laughs> All right, let's do a word. I have the cup. Yeah. We're back. Uh, I'm Ed. Hi, I'm Peter. And today the letter is S. S. And we've tossed the words in. One word we've uh, we've both tossed in. So there's one word that has a a, a better chance. Double chance. Still, I'm still shaking. Whenever you're ready, tell me to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've got something in my tooth. I'm playing with my tongue. It's troubling me. Anyway, okay, go. Pull, go. Pull, okay. Pull. Solitude. Oh, now, okay. Wasn't expecting. I mean, it's good that we got that. One. Solitude was the, the the last word tossed in for those of you who weren't here before we started recording. Solitude <laughs> was the last word that was tossed in. And uh, Peter tossed it in at the last minute, so it's uh, interesting that that's the one that was picked. Peter, what are your thoughts on, on Solitude? Why did you throw Solitude into the mix? I put it in because I figure it's something a lot of us have been experiencing recently. This is true. Right? Uh, with the pandemic and you know varying degrees of lockdowns uh, here and around the world, um, I figure a lot of people are feeling, feeling a solitude. Yes, uh, I live alone. You do not live alone, this is correct. I don't live alone, but my roommate's really quiet. So, you know, I sensibly, I live alone. Mm. <laughs> I could pretend to live alone pretty, pretty easily. Yeah, sure. Um, except for like, you know, making a huge mess and not pissing someone else off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. You know. So I guess, you know, th those are the advantages and disadvantages in a nutshell. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to do whatever you want, uh, but it's also lonely. I would also like to paint uh, an image for our listeners because, again, this is only this is only audio. You can only hear us. You can't see us. But right now, Peter has a background behind him, which is of what looks like some sort of French Polynesian island, a white sand beach with with palm trees. He, he looks like he's he's on Tetiaroa or something like that. Which, for those of you who are uh, geography fans, is is Marlon Brando Island. Um, but when it's funny when solitude came up, one of the things that I automatically think of when I think of solitude is you know the desert island thing, being on a desert, deserted island by yourself, being on a, a tropical island by yourself, the castaway. Yeah, but then you're trapped. Like that's not just solitude. Like solitude to me implies, you know, something of a choice. You mm. know, like desert island does not seem relaxing to me. That seems like a survival situation. Not necessarily desert right. island, just deserted island. It could be a tropical island that just doesn't have anybody living on it. Let's not let's not yeah, conflate desert with desert. You're still fucked. You're still in a survival setting. You know, it's not like you've got a butler. You yeah. know, you're still trying to figure out how to get water and food and stuff. None of this sounds relaxing. Okay, between you know the two the two great isolations, which in my opinion are quite clearly um, space and deserted island would you rather okay say you knew it was going to be a year no say you knew it was going to be two years if you knew okay, you were going to be i wasn't going to die like that's the more important thing what if i knew that i had food and water and things like that like i don't want to be stuck on an island for a year not knowing what the outcome is i'm going to get diphtheria well, hang on you're just describing <laughs> retirement you're just describing being a billionaire and retiring to your private island with food and running water and plumbing yeah, and electricity otherwise, why would you take that option because the to the two options the two options are you can go to space you can be in space for two years completely by yourself like the movie moon or you can be on a deserted island for two years by yourself 
Definitely, like, I have no desire to go to space whatsoever. So you have no that. desire to go to space? Why do you have... Why hang on. Does anyone want to do that? I we have a huge desire to go to space. I would love to go to space. What the hell for? What are you going to do there? I uh, Explore. See space. Explore see the, there's see nothing the... more to see. There's blackness, and then you look out, and then there's more blackness. How dare, how dare you say there's nothing more to see? If there's anywhere that there's more to see, it's in space. Space okay, is like... You know what a star looks like. You're not going to get any closer to this star. Who gives a shit? Peter, what is the first line of Star Trek? I don't know. Space, the final frontier. Right. Who cares about frontiers? Like, I beg your pardon. Lots of people care about frontiers. Um, yeah, like pilgrims, pilgrims like, care about frontiers. Cowboys care about frontiers. Wagon trains care about frontiers. All those people are dead. Like the whole point of frontiers <clears throat> is to break them down so that they no longer exist, so that we have comfortable places to live. There are still several frontiers on Earth, though. I think. Like what? Like Siberia? Sure. Like Siberia, yeah, sure. Well, those sort of things. But I was thinking sort of underwater. I was thinking about like, you know, exploring the deep undersea. Yeah, like Mariana's Trench. Like, great, there's more dark stuff and weird looking fish down there. Who cares? Okay, so is there any appeal to you of living, uh, as they say, off the grid, living in the woods, living in a cabin, living in the... Very, very, very much so. Yeah. Um, Just because like, I mean, sure, I'd miss people, I'd miss interacting with people, but I guess there's this. I mean, what's the, you know, if if you're in lockdown or whatever as it is anyway, and you can really only Skype with people, you could live anywhere you wanted to. Why would you have to live anywhere near people? Well, I think living off the grid entails that you don't have internet. You don't have internet. You don't have a telephone line. You're off. You're off from the people. I think that'd be okay, too. I could definitely get used to that. Are you a hardy kind of person? Do you think you could hunt and, and forage and make your own food? I think so. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Um, yeah, I've d- I do a lot of foraging. I've never gone hunting. I would love to. Um, Where do you I go foraging? In a rural community. I grew up with a lot of friends who hunt, um, who still hunt, and uh, I've just never had a chance to go with them. I'm more uh, interested in the foraging at the moment. Where, where do you go foraging? What do you forage for? I forage for lots of wild edible plants, and there are tons of them. Um and I think it's a pretty common thing for people to do. I grew up doing it with my dad. So I grew up, you know, walking around in the woods with my dad and learning what you can eat and what you can't eat. And, um, and I don't know, I, I, I take great joy in doing that sort of thing. Do you do it in Toronto? Yeah, you can do it. You can do it all anywhere. You can do it in an alleyway in Toronto. Really? <laughs> what, okay. What kind of edible flowers would you find in, a, in an alleyway in Toronto? Well, like right now, for example, wild mustard is up, which is uh, an invasive species. So mm. if you can't find it, find it and eat the hell out of it because it's actually really good. Um, I would blanch it uh, really quickly and then use it to make like a like the equivalent of like a spinach soup or something. Um, which is all. I, before we move on, uh, wild mustard is also fun fact. Um, eye of newt in those witches' incantations. Oh, when they really? say, when they say, when they say eye of newt, it's referring to mustard because the seeds look like little yellow eyes. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, it's not actually a newt's eye. I mean, I think that when they turned them into cartoons and they turned them into you know like sort of pantomime plays, it became an actual eye of a newt. But no, in in tradition, eye of newt refers to mustard. That's really, really interesting. Sorry, go on. What else? What else would I find around there? Um, uh, violets, you'll find. You can eat violets. Uh, dandelions, honestly, are, are a great edible flower. 
Dandelions when really... they're still yellow, though, not when they not when they turn yeah. into the white yeah. nightmare. When, when they're still yellow, when they're really small. I mean, the leaves are great too; they make a fantastic salad. Um, there's all sorts of stuff you can go if you go. You know, Toronto is great too because we have fairly large parks and we've got you know ravines and stuff through the city. So there's lots of places you can kind of get into into sort of the woods. Once you're in the woods, there's there's all sorts of cool stuff. It's still early right now. Um, fiddleheads are probably coming up uh now that we're getting this like sudden burst of heat they'll be coming up for sure those are really nice um you can blanch those and kind of treat them like asparagus uh they also make a really good stir fry with like sesame oil and stuff i have a, I have a lot more faith in your in your living off the grid lifestyle now but now that you've detailed how good of a bar do you are. do you like okay so i i live alone and i have lived alone for almost my entire adult life, since I was about 19, except for maybe one year in between. Probably about 10, yeah, most of my adult life I've lived alone, and I, I much prefer it. I don't think that I could live with a roommate again. I think that the next person that I would live with, I like to say that the next person I live with will either be the person that I'm married to or the person I'm in the ward next to. So right. do, do you find yourself longing for a roommate when you live alone, or are you somebody who, who could live alone long term? I'm okay either way. Um, I do like again. It, it's funny. Like I guess getting back to the concept of solitude. My apartment's a really nice, quiet apartment, and I'm used to that. I grew up in a household that was pretty gentle. You know, there mm. wasn't a lot of sound. There wasn't a lot of shouting. We, we just kind of quietly do our own thing, read books, listen to the radio, stuff like that. Um, because you grew up so, in the thirties. So. Pardon me. You grew up in the thirties when you would read books and listen to the wireless. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I basically grew up in the 30s. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know, that's the kind of vibe I like, you know what I mean? So it's nice to have people around, but it's nice not to have to talk to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a feeling of having someone in a room with you that's really nice. That's the opposite of solitude. And it doesn't mean that you have to be talking. It doesn't mean you have to be playing cards with each other or even doing the same thing. Just having the presence of someone in in a space with you can be really comforting and i think that you know for me that's something i, I certainly like um and so something that's handy about having a roommate something that's even better if you're living with a partner um but i can see the opposite being true too you know i can see that that sense of having a presence in your place being oppressive or grating or something you yeah know? yeah i mean it's that it's, it reminds me of that a idiom I'm probably going to get wrong where they where you say even though I like to be alone doesn't mean I like to be lonely so it's like yeah I get, I what, I get what you what mean curious, you know in, in trying to nail is like you know solitude to me again implies sort of a ch choice or and I wonder if it's possible to be you know you know people go on silent retreats or whatever right and I wonder if it's the same, even if I was in a room with, you know, 12 people who were silent for four days, um, would that feel the same as being silent by myself for four days? Yeah, sure. Or is there some sort of um, radiation coming off those people that, that makes yeah. it feel different? Yeah. Because to me, there's a difference between solitude and loneliness. I guess that's what I, you know, that's what I'm trying to unpack. Yeah. How does that? How does that? No, I, I totally understand that. I mean, I think that I I was um, equipped for the uh, the twenty twenty loneliness that beset the world. I think that a lot of people were overwhelmed by it because they had never had that sort of solitude, 
or at least that sort of prolonged solitude in their life. Whereas having lived alone for so much time, I don't think it really caused that much of a hiccup in my in my person. But I'm sure that a lot of people who went through 2020 and experienced that immense level of solitude for the first time are really carrying a, 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 a what's the word, a, a sequelae of that impact. Yeah, I really wonder what it's going to do to people. Like, I wonder if for some people, this is their first experience of solitude. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, I'm curious from our listeners, you know, give us a, give us a call visit yeah. us uh, on our website. Uh, we've, uh, you can do all sorts of fun things there. We're at, uh, Ed and Peter Kosh. Where are we at? Uh, I, I, I don't remember. Podpage.com slash Ed dash Peter. He's talking about you the voicemail. Yes. He wants, he wants to, he wants voicemails. Yeah. Uh, so go to podpage.com slash Ed dash Peter. And on the webpage, there's a button on the right hand side and it says voicemail. And if you click it, you can uh, describe to us your experience with solitude. And it's a good point as well, because if you are experiencing solitude, remember that one of the easiest ways to do it is rather than wait for somebody to reach out to you and break your solitude, to call somebody and make the first step yourself, because it's exactly the same conversation that you'll be having, only you don't have to wait on somebody. You can just make that first move yourself. So. That, is, uh, that is a good and important tip, because yeah. you know, when I'm when I'm feeling kind of like that, it's, it's hard to... Because you think, well... You know, nobody else is feeling alone. Everybody else is busy and doing things. And you have this, you, you invent this pantomime in your head about what other people are doing with their lives. Mm-hmm. And for all you know, they're sitting around feeling exactly the same way as you. So, you know, no harm, no foul. Just just reach out, click the button, leave us a voicemail, or actually call a real friend. That's probably more helpful. Yes, but, but both work. Both work. The voicemail, we might take a little bit longer to uh, get back to you than somebody would if you just telephone them directly. So yeah. bear that in also, mind. Speak- Speaking of uh, getting back to, to people, I, I just wanted to apologize to any of our regular listeners uh, that we haven't uh, updated our, our, our episodes in, in a couple of weeks, and uh, I'll, I'll explain more in, in subsequent episodes. But uh, just so you know, uh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting it all sorted out. We're coming back. We're coming back strong and hard with, yeah. uh, what was the letter? S. S yeah. was the letter of the day. Any last thoughts on Solitude before we sign off? Good, good, good. I nice really hear many of yours. That. Uh, what are my thoughts? I don't think I can bring anything particularly erudite in the last minute. Although I do think that the uh, the valid point, valid point, the the valuable point that I can leave people with is to is to know to make the first step, to know to make the first call if you are experiencing that. Make that first step yourself, and it's the easiest way to break out of that solitude. Anyway, on that note, I'm Ed. And Peter's frozen. <laughs> Perfect ending. Ed and Peter. And uh, I guess I'll have to edit in Peter saying goodbye. <laughs>